It looks like Tristan Jari's back. It seems like Tristan Jari's back. The best of all, it sounds like he's back. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. The Penguins are back at practice today in Cranberry. And they'll play a back-to-back series with the Sabres beginning tomorrow night in Buffalo, Saturday night at PPG Paints Arena. Those games are almost certain to be split between Jari and Casey DeSmith. But if they weren't rammed right against each other, I'll bet you'd see Mike Sullivan just ride Jari. Because that's the way he's starting to look. For anybody who's missed it, and it's been easy to miss because occasionally, like that Johnny Gaudreau goal the other night, the opening minute, where you think, really, dude? Like, we thought you were... But then he stops the final 38 shots he sees. Jari 7-0-2 in his last nine. It's the first time a goaltender's had a nine-game point streak for the Penguins since Matt Murray back in the 2018-19 season. That's impressive in and of itself. His overall statistics, though, because these are the only ones that count, and they weigh into it the games in which he wasn't playing well. He's 11-3-3 with a 2.75 goals against and a 9.19 save percentage. Those of you who listen to this program regularly will know that I'm often citing the 930 figure for where Jari should be, I believe, based on his talent level, based on his athleticism, and let's be fair here, based on the team in front of him. You might not be happy with the Penguins all the time, but they're still one of the better teams in the league. To go anywhere in the playoffs, though, anywhere significant, They're going to need Jari not just to be at his best. He needs to be their best, meaning he needs to be their very best player. Not in the hokey, uh, cliched hockey sense. Your goalie always needs to be your best player. He actually, quite literally, needs to be their best player. He would need to be their MVP in every round and then hold up the Conn Smythe trophy at the end, okay? That's the degree to which he's important for a team that's obviously on the older side and is going to need that level of support. He's going to have to be one of those hot goalies that they talk about in the playoffs. And that's got to start, well, you know, right about now. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals for those in need. Visit Pittsburgh Food Bank. But how do you know? How do you know when a guy's found the zone or when he's run into a a longer list of lousy opponents, you know, kind of like the Blue Jackets, or when he's really, really all there? To me, with Jari, 
it's when he starts getting a little bit defensive. About a month ago, when the team was up in Winnipeg, he played a beautiful game against the Jets. 3-0 shutout. And he outdueled Connor Hellebuck at the other end. Game was 0-0 going into the third. Just reminding anybody who might have let that one kind of slip. I thought it was the team overall, the team's best game of the season to date. And afterward, in the visiting locker room there, I asked him about certain specific things that I thought I'd observed in his game. And then additionally went and confirmed with people who were over him, not to put him into any kind of whatever. So when I brought it up with him, he looked at me, stayed silent, and then said, no. <laughs> so this comes up. It wasn't me this time. Somebody else in uh, in Pittsburgh the other night at PPG Paints Arena after the win over the Blue Jackets asked him about some specific thing that maybe he's doing a little bit better than he had before. And he looks at them and says, no. And some other word, I don't remember what it was. It was a second word, but I, I'm, I don't want to make it up. It was, there was something else, but it was really, really short, regardless. That's his mindset, or lack thereof. That's the way he prefers to approach the position. As soon as he starts thinking excessively, in games, or maybe even before games, definitely after games, about what he's done, technically, it would appear that he feels like he gets himself into some trouble. Why? Don't know. Obviously a touchy subject. But that's fine. That's fine. This, this, file this one under whatever works. He can let all of these other people around him, uh, in particular Andy Kyoto, his fine goaltending coach, deal with all that stuff. And then he and Andy, and if needed, as a group with Casey DeSmith, they can all work on this stuff together. They can do it in practices. They can do it in skates. I've never heard anyone say that he isn't amenable and open to instruction. But when he gets into games, he locks himself in and he keeps it all as simple as possible. That is... See shot, stop shot. That's it. And you know what he's done lately? He has stopped shots. That is so big for this hockey team and not to be overlooked at any juncture of this season. When we come back, J1Q. from TJ who asks DK if the Penguins continue to click the way they have even Brian Dumoulin has looked better lately wouldn't it be safe to say that the Penguins only real Achilles heel would be the dreaded salary cap or in their case the lack of the space under that cap what would be the best way to alleviate that without messing with the team's chemistry and makeup. It seems the Penguins 
have been pretty lucky so far this season that the lack of a cap hasn't bitten them on the behind. Uh, I'm with you completely on that last one there, TJ. Uh, we're kind of taking it for granted that they're floating around with an $80,000 cap space that won't even get you someone from the Shaler JV. And it's it's not going to last. It's not going to last. They've been playing with fire here for a couple months. My own preference in this, not that it matters or it would be considered, <laughs> my opinion, by the Penguins in any such process, is that Dumoulin would be the one to go. That you'd find a way to build him up enough to the point that someone would take the remainder of his $4 million cap hit off your payroll. I believe that you have someone in Ty Smith who, even if he isn't ready in this moment, could be made ready within another month or so. I believe that you have in Chad Ruedel a completely competent, dependable 6-7 guy. But there's an elephant in this room, and that's Chris Letang's health. Um, let's not forget about that. Uh, if Letang is given the all clear by the medical professionals around him, whenever that would happen to come, if it comes, then your cap situation is the status quo, which I know for a fact, TJ, is what you're describing. But if Tanger, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to go there either. But there's no way right now, meaning in this second, as opposed to, you know, waiting to see what happens with Tanger, uh, that you as Ron Hexall or Brian Burke would say, let's go ahead and clear some cap space so that we can feel comfortable. Because if if you lose a player who's a $6 million cap hit to LTIR, um, you're, you've suddenly got a lot of space. And we're into a totally different discussion. I honestly don't even want to really have it right now because it'll sound – if I say something like, they're going to have $6 million in cash space and they can go out and get this guy and that guy and everyone's going to get all wound up over something that's really awful and put everybody in an uncomfortable situation. So, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's become a, a good team to go to your initial point. And I, I like where it's headed. I am not at all close to satisfied with any of the three facets. I already went over the goaltending. Uh, Jari's getting there. DeSmith isn't there yet. The lines and the forwards, other than the stars, have been largely inconsistent. The power play's been abysmal. The PK has gotten itself right, to its credit, but we also saw it when it wasn't. And the defense core, here again, we're right back to the same subject. It's all about Tanger and his health. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. 